Welcome back, everybody, to Extrovert versus Introvert. This is Burger. And this is Moss. And today's subject, we are going to be talking about education. So, would you like to open the floor? Sure. So, education. So, what is the purpose of education? I think that early education up through high school, the purpose is to get a general understanding of, you know, math, reading, uh, reading, writing, and arithmetic, <laughs> to be able to function in the world, to be able to talk to other people, to be able to do your checkbook so you have money, um, to, yeah, just be a, a social person that can function. And I think after that is where it gets interesting. How about you? Yeah. Uh, so for me, being the uh, being the extrovert, right? Um, also, when I was growing up as a kid, I was also diagnosed with ADHD as well. And so uh, I kind of got, I don't want to say treated different, but I, I had to take different classes than a lot of other students um, through, you know, elementary school, middle school, and high school. And... Uh, the, the one thing that I've been thinking about lately is, is I don't know necessarily how the solution would be, but the problem of not every kid learns the same. And I definitely think that the lower educational system, you know, elementary, middle, and high school, is necessary. I, I wish we could tailor it more to specific kids in their specific needs on how they learn. So I'm a horrible reader, but if you give me an example, if you do it, I can do it. I am 100% a monkey see, monkey do kind of guy. And I have noticed this more as we have gotten into my college years. Um, as a mechanical engineer, this mindset of still teaching from a, a, a book, even when what we're trying to learn is very much rooted in the physical world where you have to you have to see it you have to physically touch it you have to physically make changes to it to work and there and yet in the in the university level they're still trying to teach you all this stuff through reading right very very few limited visual aids As a matter of fact for me I haven't even been able to physically really touch any pieces of machinery or equipment or materials until my senior year. And uh, I, I, feel like, I feel like trying to teach a, a degree specifically in mechanical engineering, um, that, that should be done earlier on like because of, of what that specific job entails. But, but what, do you, what do you think of higher education? Yeah, so I would say the ability to tailor the education to people's specific learning styles. So the first college I went to, the classroom sizes were like 12 to 15 students. And then the second college I went to was like 200 to 300 students. So obviously there was very little tailoring going on in the second example. Um, but in the first example, you know, you could schedule time to meet with your professor to go over anything you were struggling with. Um, I was homeschooled through high school and then went to college and learned in a classroom setting for the first time in kind of a higher end college and honestly I was struggling the first semester um, I think I think I actually had a D in chemistry the first semester <laughs> and then the second semester I had an A so 
I figured out how to adapt to the different learning style, but I was a self-taught, you know, I was mainly self-taught through high school. So switching to learning in a classroom environment was really hard for me at first. Um, so I, I did have to adapt and I did get a lot of help from my professors to do that. But yeah, being able to tailor to someone's learning style, I think is really important. Yeah, and another problem I have with uh, higher education is just been, we we try to continue this mindset of, like we, like we did in lower education, where we need students to take broad spectrum of classes. And although I don't think that's bad, I think when it comes to, especially the university level, college level, like we're, we're trying to train these kids to being an adult, right? And so they should start making decisions for themselves. And one thing they should start making decisions for themselves is, is they should start deciding what classes they want to take, right? And there is some freedom, but the problem is me as a mechanical engineer, right? I wanted to take classes specific towards engineering, but instead I was mandated that I had to take a myriad of other classes that frankly have no application at all in the engineering field. Now, someone can say it makes you a better communicator or it makes you a better writer or, or whatever. And although that might have some bearing or effect, I feel like me becoming the best engineer I can takes precedence over, over how much do I know about old European history. Now, if I want to learn about that, let's say I'm going to school and I'm like, you know what? Uh, I, I would really enjoy taking a... A, a comparative religions course. I would really love to do that, just, just to kind of learn more about it. That should be the student's choice. The school shouldn't come down and say, hey, you have to take this class. Well, maybe I don't want to take that. No, you have to take it to graduate. And so what ends up happening is the school starts forcing these classes for you to take, and the students don't do good in these classes because, frankly, they don't care. They don't want to care. And then the teachers don't like it because the students don't care. And so it ends up being a poor class most of the time because the students don't care, the teachers don't care, because nobody wants to be there, but yet we have to take it. Yeah, so I'm a big advocate for niche down, which is basically the, the idea of specializing in something to the point where you can really add value. So taking general classes through high school, I think it's a good idea to get a well-rounded education. But starting in college, I think that it's really important to start specializing in something. Start learning a trade. Start learning a specific skill. Um, because let's let's take a doctor, for example. So like a general practice doctor, I'm making these numbers up. But let's say they make on average like 150000 um, But like a brain surgeon, a super specialized physician might make on average 600000 and it's the same with college. I mean, if you go to, if you spend four years in college and you have a general studies degree, you basically have just wasted four years of your life and four years of, okay, this is sounding a little strong. Uh, <laughs> let me back it off. Yeah, now, if you go to college and are not learning a specific skill, I would recommend you go to the workforce first, figure out what you want to learn, and then go to college to learn it. Um, but just, just spending time 
learning something general is not good for your career, is not good for your paycheck. Well, no, I, I also agree. Like, it's not, it's it's a waste of time. I mean, I, I would go as far as saying it is a waste of time. It's a waste of time, it's a waste of money. Because frankly, um, society pushes us to go through college as fast as possible. That's why your advisors push so heavily that you take 18 credit hours. Man, that is a ton. That is a ton of classes. And that's why they push for you to don't don't skip a semester. Don't take summer classes. Do this, do that. And they they're like all the advisors are always trying to force you to 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 do the max level all the time. And the problem is the students, especially freshmen, they get so wrapped up in oh, I have to do this, 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 they completely forget about what do they want to learn? What do they want to do? And so why, why do we have such a high failure rate in universities and colleges nowadays? Because the student gets in and it's, it's like they don't have a choice. Somehow, some way, a degree was picked for them and they have to hit the ground running because you have to graduate in four years. You have to graduate in four years, and, and as soon as you graduate in four years, you have to get a job. And, and so they lose this sense of, like, exploration, of learning who they are, of developing developing themselves instead of just shutting up and following orders, right? Um, so I, I have met – so I, I'm, I'm definitely a non-traditional student, Right? I'm going to be 35 and I'm going to have two kids and I'm still in college and I'm older than like a few of my teachers and it's it's very comical because they're just I, I'm looking at these other students and I've talked to so many of them and they just seem like I, I've been I've been in school for two and a half years now and I don't know I don't even know what if I want to do this anymore. And I'm like, hey, well, just stop. Well, I can't stop. No, just stop. You're two years in? Stop. Go work for a year. Go go do something for a year. Come back. There is absolutely no requirement that you have to get done in four years. But that's not what the universities want. The universities want to crank you out as fast as they can. Yeah. Now, so here's, here's going back to learning styles. I mean, I... I switched colleges, and at my second college, I was just like, I'm going to get this done as fast as possible. Um, so I actually was taking 21 to 24 credit hours a semester. I can't imagine that. Which, which is which is a lot, obviously. Um, and I finished in three years. But, you know, obviously not everybody can do that. And towards the end of when I was graduating, I honestly stopped trying. I, um, I got a job and stopped going to class and stopped doing assignments, and my grades went down, but I just was... I was done with learning. I was like, I want to go work. So, well, the the last thing I wanted to talk about was specifically education as an introvert versus education as an extrovert. Yeah. So, in my experience as an introvert, you know, in a classroom of 12 to 15, I probably spoke up, you know, rarely, but more than in a class of 300. In a class of 300, I would sit in the back row, never speak up. <laughs> uh, and... That was that was my experience. I'd come into class in the back row, watch the watch the lecture, and then leave. And um, so, versus an extrovert, I'm guessing you have a different experience. Oh man, completely different. Front row, uh, 
always annoyed the teacher with questions, always made him repeat stuff. Um, after class, I was always a student that would go up there and, and try to get the teacher to explain something more or to do whatever. Like, And I was always the student that would go to office hours and be like, you know, hey, I can't figure out this homework problem. I, I am a communal learner, right? So the more people I have around me, the better I learn. And not just like physically around me, like interacting with me, right? The more people that interact with me while I'm learning, the faster I learn, the better I learn it. Huh. Yeah. So during this whole COVID thing where everything's online and I'm sitting upstairs by myself in a dungeon trying to teach myself how to do something, I'm like like struggling to keep passing grades because I have no one to bounce ideas off of. Yeah. I have no one to fact check myself against. I have no one to just work through the problem with so that I un- I know that I understand it and I know I can work through it. And it's just uh <laughs> I I'm coming I'm going to come out of this semester really questioning whether I actually learned anything in these classes or not. Yeah, so I mean this is fascinating because part of this is related to mental health and for an introvert working from home is actually probably good for my mental health because uh i I tend to just like freeze up in social situations or for an extrovert you know it's actually bad for your mental health yeah i'm gonna be clinically insane in about two weeks (laughs) (laughs) so we talked some about like the side effects of the lockdowns in the first episode but uh, this is another one having to do with education all right let's wrap it up what are your final thoughts um my final thoughts is definitely going to be um I definitely hope in the future we can we can change the higher educational system to being back to actually what it used to be a long, long, long time ago, which is a student finds a teacher that's teaching a subject that they like, and the teacher or the, the student takes that class. Yeah, that that's what I want it to get back to. Sure. Let let there be a student teacher relationship, not a student mega university relationship to get so you have one student lost in the massive crowd and 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 go back to small classes right let let a teacher directly communicate and interact with and assist and tailor the information to the individual student yeah yeah no my final thought would be the purpose of higher education is to learn a skill to get a job to start a career to make money and if you're not specializing in your higher education, you should probably just consider that and think about yeah. specializing. Actually, one other thing I wanted to say was sure. the Japanese have a pretty good example <coughs> uh, of how to do education. And that is there, there are some schools over there that what they do is, is that when a student graduates a grade, they assist teaching two grades below them. So if I learned algebra, I get to teach basic mathematics. If I learn calculus, I get to teach algebra. If I learn, you know, Calc 4, I get to teach Calc 1. So that just that really improves the student-teacher relationship because now you've got a lot more teachers, right? And honestly, I don't need a doctorate-level degree in a university to teach basic math yeah you just don't yeah and i think that's a great uh like a great structure of teaching that 
that we can follow. Sure. All right. Well, that will be it for this episode on education. Uh, we'd love to know your thoughts. This podcast is now pretty much everywhere. You can subscribe to a podcast. I think the main listening platform is iTunes or I, Apple I podcast, whatever it's called. <laughs> so feel free to listen there and leave us a review. Thanks for listening. I'm Berger. And this is Moss. See you next time.